Welcome to the Because Radio Road Trip. Today we're visiting the Transcona Museum. Let's go. I'm Jeremy Morantz. I'm standing in the Transcona Museum right in the heart of downtown Transcona. We drove under the arch, the, the famous arch to get here. I'm here with Alana Hereda, who is the museum curator for Transcona. Thank you for talking to me today. Oh, thanks for coming in. So we've had a tour already of the museum. You gave us a wonderful tour. And one thing you, of course, noticed right off the bat is how impactful the railway was to the community of Transcona before Unicity when it was a town and a city. So talk about how important the railway is to Transcona. Well, Transcona wouldn't actually exist if it wasn't for the railway. In 1907-1908, the Grand Trunk Pacific Railway purchased land to build their railway shops, and they chose this location. Uh, The land was cheaper than in Winnipeg, and it wasn't near any uh, rivers, so it didn't have chances of flooding. So when they decided to build their shops here, it was central, it was in the heart of the continent, uh, it was close to Winnipeg but far enough away that land was just a little bit cheaper. Uh, So they started constructing and with starting of building the shops, the workers who were building the the shops buildings themselves started building their own homes in this area. Businesses started moving in. So the community actually grew up from the shops. Um, Prior to the shops even being here, there was a community close by called Southwind, another uh, community called Monte Vista. They both are no longer around um, because essentially Transcona overtook everything. Uh, The name Transcona actually even comes from the railway. Trans from the Transcontinental Railway and Kona from Lord Strathcona. And the name was actually a contest that they held to name the town. And, and that was the winning entry. What you notice right away when you walk into the museum is just how riddled it is with artifacts uh, and historical pieces from the railway. How do you go about collecting all of those, all that memorabilia? All of the items that we have in our collection have been donated by the community. So our focus here at the Transcona Museum is to uh, tell the stories of Transcona. So all items that are donated to the museum have to fit within our mission, and that's to um, preserve and promote the community spirit of Transcona through sharing our history and stories for the benefit of all. So everything that you see is from Transcona, has a strong Transcona connection. Um, Sometimes we're offered things that are really, really great artifacts, but they don't relate back to our mission statement. So we always offer up other museums that places uh, people could donate items to, but everything has come from the community. And we're so grateful for that, that that the community has has shared so much of their history in, in the 51 years we've been in existence. One thing you mentioned on uh, the tour was the the Women in Rail exhibit that you're currently working on putting together. Uh, You were mentioning that you put out a call to the community uh, for more artifacts. So do you want to talk about the importance of of that? We're always asked, um, what was uh, women's role at the Transcona shops? Uh, Like during the war, did women go to the shops to do the work because men went off to war? And that didn't happen here at our uh, railway shops. The railway was deemed an essential service. So men did not have to enlist. Many men did, but uh, women were not brought in to fulfill those roles at the Transcona shops. There were women who did work um, earlier on in more secretarial um, type positions, but then um, I believe it was in the 80s, CN opened up um, the actual trades 
to women more and started promoting that to women more. And that's one area in our collection that we're missing. We don't have any of those uh, women who worked at the Transcona shops, um, doing the work of the shops, artifacts related to them. We have some stories, um, but we don't have any physical artifacts of women. So uh, if anyone listening knows of a woman who worked at the Transcona shops or did work at the Transcona shops that has some some items from their time there, like your hard hat or safety vest or something related to the work that you did there, we would love to um, add it to our our exhibit um, because our women's section is, is empty at the moment. Um, and you could look at either donating them or just loaning them to us for the period of time of the exhibit. I think it's really great that you have that exhibit in the works. Of course, we're in the middle of the 100th anniversary of the 1919 Winnipeg general strike. Uh, we've done a lot of celebrating this year. Transcona did play a role in that uh, strike and many other strikes over the years as well. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, as we were doing research um, for previous exhibits going through the old Transcona newspapers, uh, in the 1960 newspapers, we found reference to the fact that there was a local shutdown of the Transcona shops during the Winnipeg general strike, which was from May 15th to June 21st. But not all departments were affected. Um, and part of the reason why I think it, it was that research in the, 60, uh, the newspapers in the 60s talking about it was in 1919, Transcona did not have its own local newspaper. So we don't have um, that information in our archives. We have almost every other year of newspapers in our archives here at the museum. So because there was no newspaper, we don't have those firsthand stories of what was going on in this community during the Winnipeg general strike. But we do know that there was a local shutdown here, and the Transcona shops did shut down in solidarity um, with the other striking workers. Today is a very important day in the history of the rail and the history of Transcona. Can you tell us about it? So today, June 6th, is actually the 100th anniversary of CN. So CN turns 100 today, um, and the Transcona shops actually became CN shops uh, in their history. So we're strongly connected to CN here in Transcona. And our exhibit, Transcona's Railway Journey, is also dedicated this year to CN 100. So we're celebrating that as well. The Transcona Museum is also really proud that this current exhibit, Transcona's Railway Journey, is also being sponsored by CN. Um, so as they're celebrating their 100th, um, you know, they're, they're helping us celebrate their 100th too by helping sponsor this exhibit. I was on your website and you told us a little bit about this uh, on the tour. You have an actual steam locomotive that was used way back when in your possession. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yes, we recently acquired the CN2747. It was the first steam locomotive built in the Western region, and it was built at the Transcona shops. Uh, once it was retired from service late 59, early 1960s, it was actually donated um, to the local Kiwanis Club of Transcona by CN. And it went in what was then known as the Kiwanis Park here in Transcona, and it was to represent the founding of the community and the community's you know, most of the people who lived in the community, uh, worked in the community, had connections to the railway. So it was just celebrating Transcona's railway history. Um, then later in around the 1980s, the engine was donated to the Midwestern Rail Association. Uh, so they're the group that run the Winnipeg Railway Museum. And then in 2015, uh, we acquired the 2747. We purchased it for $1 from the Midwestern Rail Association, and so it is now our engine. So in 2017, we uh, hired J.P. 
uh, Heritage Consulting to do a conservation assessment on the engine as it's been sitting in the park since 1960. And he looked it over inch by inch and let us know all the work that is required to to really stabilize it and to ensure that it has a long preser like a long life so we can preserve it. Um, so we started that preservation work last year, um, working through all his recommendations, and, and we still have a, a ways to go. Uh, we were actually just successful in a grant application to the Winnipeg Foundation for $20,000 to have it blast cleaned and repainted. And our, our overall goal is to actually build a shelter structure over the engine to further protect it from the elements. And water is one of the most damaging elements to it at the moment. So the more we can protect it from water, the longer life it's going to have. That's definitely something we're going to go check out and take pictures of, uh, and our listeners should as well. Uh, the Transcona Museum also has all kinds of events going on, very active. One thing I noticed was uh, Amazing Race Transcona. Yeah, this will be the third year that we've done it. It's a Canada Day program that we run, and it works like the Amazing Race. Uh, what the teams do is they have to race around the community finding locations, but based on historical photographs. So, um, you know, places change, things look different. And then once they get there, they have to take a picture and post it on social media, either doing a specific action, acting something out, and then use specific hashtags. And the team that finishes first is the winner. So members of the Transcona community or members of the Winnipeg community at large, if they want to learn more about the Transcona Museum or come visit the Transcona Museum, where do they go? What do they do? Where would you direct them? Uh, our website is www.transconamuseum.mb.ca. We are also active on social media. So Facebook um, is just Transcona Museum, Twitter at Transcona Museum, Instagram at Transcona Museum. And we publish all of our events and post historical photos promote our activities all there. Um, you can also come to the museum. We're located at 141 Region Avenue West. So we're right on the corner of Regent and Bond Street. And uh, we are open in the summertime. We've just switched to our summer hours. So uh, Monday to Saturdays, nine to four. Great, thank you so much for talking to me today. This was great. Yes, thank you so much for coming down. Thanks for joining us on the Because Radio Road Trip. We'll see you next week, same time, different place.